Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Journey of Hope. Glad you could be with us today. The Journey of Hope is a podcast that's especially designed to address the issues that men and women face after incarceration. My guest today is Michael Stanicki. He's calling in from Poland. We're going to talk about some things he's learned about addressing adversity. You're going to want to stay tuned for this. We'll be right back after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on The Journey of Hope. Love to hear from you. Mathers Rodney at Yahoo.com. M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at Yahoo.com. Let me know how you're doing. Everybody and welcome back. My guest today is Michael Stanicki. He is going to be talking to us about some of these many, many books he's written. Um, and he's written books that are based on his own personal developmental type experience. And we're going to talk to Michael today about how we can take what he's learned in his journey and apply it to ours. Michael Stanicki, hello. How are you? Hello, I'm fine, and thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Okay, let's just start by you telling us a little bit about yourself so we can see where you're coming from. Uh, Well, I'm coming from Poland, Europe, and in 2012, I read the book The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, which is a personal development book. until reading it, I wasn't really into personal development, and I was dissatisfied with my life. Everything was going okay, but not great. And I felt deep inside that I'm capable of more, but I just couldn't put a finger on what to do. And um, the message of the slight edge is that success is just a few simple dis- disciplines repeated over time. And I thought, okay. That I can do because I thought that um, before that success is something grand, like winning a golden medal on Olympics. Uh, But a few simple things repeated over time that I felt capable capable to do. Mm -hmm. So I sat down, wrote down some goals, and as Jeff advised, um, figured out what I can do every day Mm -hmm. to inch closer to those goals. Well, and your, the results are your, unbelievable. Your titles are things like Master Your Time. Uh, by the way, I think you I think you mentioned you have 17 books. 
And I've been, you know, kind of perusing through what's available online, like the little short samples on the uh, like Amazon and stuff. But your books are like Master Your Time, 99 Habits to uh, Simplify Your Pursuit of Success, um, Success Stories. Uh, you you have talked about self-help. Let's I want to talk about this one real quickly from Shy to high, which is one of your books. And I want to know, um, let's talk about the things that people can do regardless of having like a rugged past that is constantly in not the forefront of their thoughts, but within their thoughts and every decision that they make this rugged past, how can we get the confidence to have more pro social type behaviors? I wrote up the book uh, specifically about, you know, overcoming your uh, shyness because I was terribly shy uh, toward strangers. I had no trouble talking to people, although I'm uh, an introvert. But to, to open my mouth to a stranger, I was like physically sick uh, when I tried that. So what really helped me was just working on myself, which is actually good news for uh, you know shy person and for anybody who is stuck in their life so uh, instead of trying to force myself to come up to, to someone and start a conversation I started from the things in my head I first started noticing people around me thinking of them what could I thinking of them in the positive light what could I praise them for and it was like a constant exercise of mine, and now it's like habitual. I'm commuting, and I'm, see, I'm seeing someone, and in my mind pops up a few reasons to, to praise them for. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was enough. Like, like it was half of the battle, because then I wasn't focused on myself, on what a crappy self-talk was going through my mind, mm -hmm. but rather on them, and which made me so much more relaxed and I, I uh, didn't feel those those sickening feelings mm -hmm. at least not in, in the what, same magnitude let's let's talk about self-talk for a second because you have a, a whole book devoted to that um, when you talk about self-talk what is it that you're talking about and how does it affect our behaviors and our ambition Uh, Self-talk affects everything. It's it's what's going through your mind when you're talking to yourself. And uh, for most of us, we don't even notice what we are talking to ourselves, which is like mm -hmm. problem number one. Because if you are not aware, then just keep uh, the same record all the time and you cannot, or it's hard to change. Um so it affects everything, and we are just prone to negativity, and we are, as you know, mm -hmm. all human beings, pretty prone to be very negative about ourselves. Yeah. So we we call ourselves names that we just wouldn't allow anybody else to, to call us. Mm -hmm. From our own mind, okay, it's fine, I'm, and, you know, beep, beep, beep. Uh, so... It can hold you pretty 
uh, down. And, uh, well, the, the, the first thing you can do about your self-talk is really step zero is self-awareness. And to have some self-awareness needs quiet time in your uh, day. Meditation, for example. Mm -hmm. I personally love journaling and I got more out of journaling than done from meditation. Mm -hmm. When yeah. you just sit down and write for 10 minutes, whatever goes through your head, I usually uh, write a question of yours. Mm -hmm. um, I question myself about something like what are my dreams or ambitions or why I behave or why uh, I felt this emotion or that and then just uh, write about this and don't censor yourself and it's, it's great because you need to clarify your thoughts before you put them on paper and uh, it, it reveals the whole self-talk and how it is working yeah, because usually uh, you know the things that are fears to come to our minds are, are those which are controlling us on an everyday basis like mm -hmm. I can't do this it's mm -hmm. impossible right. I'm stupid or whatever and then you because you are writing down you have opportunity to, to react to it well uh, maybe I behave uh, like a stupid yesterday doing this and this but I'm not a stupid person and you can really have a you know uh, real conversation with yourself know this you know action reaction which comes in your mind when you don't mm -hmm. employ your own conscious mind to write things mm -hmm. down and I think we consciously have to make the decision to be positive. It like it doesn't seem to come natural to. It doesn't come natural to me. I mean, it's something I got to work at, and I think most people do. Let's switch gears here a little bit. You talk about um, something I read. You said that you're, you're talking about why some people are passionate about their work and other people not so much. And you say it's not the money that does that. Tell, tell me about that. How do you get passionate about something that you really don't want to be doing? Uh, well, it comes from your mindset, really. Uh, in the book, The Big Potential, uh, Sean Acor put uh, some research that people are like passionate about their jobs equally among all the occupations. So we usually think that a fireman or a policeman or a teacher that's a calling but no you know uh, everybody like car mechanic can uh, think of his job as a calling uh, so it's it's really what you how you put your mind into your work which makes the difference and uh, for me and I like found it studying successful people um, being motivated, driven by helping others is like if you, mm. I, if I can frame helping others into whatever I do, mm -hmm. I will do it with with joy. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Another thing that you mentioned that I that I wanted to touch on is you talk about writing your own mission statement. 
Um, uh, for years now, it's been kind of popular for businesses to do that, you know, corporations to write mission statements and for employees to participate in the writing of those statements and so forth. Let's talk about doing it as an individual. How, how does that, what does that entail and how does it help? Uh, well, my quick uh, recipe for uh, writing performance statement is analyze yourself to the verge of insanity, write everything down, and then chisel away what is not non-essential. Um, so that's the process. Uh, and by analyzing yourself, I mean this kind of questions I, I uh, ask myself every day during my journaling sessions, like. What are, what are my ambitions? Uh, what's, what kind of legacy I would like to, to leave on this planet? And uh, what kind of example I would want to be for my children and so on. And uh, by the way, the, the best exercise, the, the best one that worked for me was imagining my own funeral and uh, listening what people have to say about me. <laughs> wow, you know, hadn't thought ideal, of that one. Yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> the ideal speech, I, uh, I say. And it really clarified what I want. Yeah, to be interesting. Talking. Not really, uh, not what kind of money or house I want, but what I want to become. And I created this mission almost eight years ago, and basically, didn't change. I, I uh, of course, change a few sentences and a few phrases here and there, but the, the core message is the same. I want to be the same person I wanted to be uh, eight years ago. And this kind of uh, document gives you immense clarity on what's important in your life, and it, like, steers everything. And uh, it's so powerful because I wrote some things uh, in this document that already materialized, and it, it just amazed me to uh, no end. Like uh, one of the things I wrote was, "I'm becoming a writer." I just couldn't write, "I am a writer," because well, I wasn't, so it, mm. it uh, rang false in my ears. I'm becoming okay. That uh, I could uh, write, and I, after a few books, I changed it into I am a writer, and I am really a writer. Another mm -hmm. sentence in my personal uh, mission statement is, I'm smiling at strangers, and I really do right now, uh, which I had to work hard for a few months to to really get there. Uh, so. Those sentences written in a present tense because present tense is the only tense your conscious mind really understands, and mm. uh, and they should be really true in your ears. That's why I, I recommend again, you know, using someone else's personal statements or just using some quotes from here or there. Mm -hmm. Those words. Uh, need to mean something to you mm -hmm. and ring through in your ears mm -hmm. and they can motivate you like no other thing in the world. Wow, this is really interesting, um, Michael. I, w 
I'm just curious. I want to ask you a question. I'm just curious. Um, does fitness and health play into, um, you know, getting your mindset going in the right direction? Do, what do you What do you have to say about that? Oh, absolutely, they do. Um, we kind of dismiss this connection between mind and body, but it's there. And like uh, some research concluded that exercises are as good as medications for uh, against depression. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is like yeah. the, the basic medicine you can get every single day. Mm-hmm. Some short workout really and it uh, benefits are just like you can talk about them all day long uh, not only your health is better but also creativity is better mm-hmm. uh, you have you know blood flowing through your brain which means your uh, thinking abilities cognitive abilities better uh, the list says goes on so it's like basic thing and you know, the necessary thing to take care uh, every single day. Jim, Jim Rohn said that uh, mm-hmm. take care of your body. It's the only place you, ha- you have to live. So, wow. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Interesting take on all of that, Michael. How, how do people find you and your books? And why don't you tell us how to do that? Okay, my blog is uh, expandbeyondyourself.com. But if you type uh, my Polish name into Google, you will find me very quickly on Amazon, on Quora.com, which is question answer uh, uh, website. Okay. Okay. We're going to provide a link. Hundred answers there. Yeah, we're going to provide a link, Michael. Michael Stanicki, huge source of resources. And like I say, we're going to provide a link for that. Michael, thank you so much for being on the Journey of Hope today. Thank you for having me. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on the Journey of Hope. Hey there, you got an idea for a show? You got an idea for someone that you think would make a good guest to interview? Let me know. Mathers Rodney at Yahoo.com. M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at Yahoo.com. Hey there, I want to thank my special guest today, Michael Stanicki, and I want to remind you that if God is for you, who can be against you? We'll see you next time right here on The Journey of Hope.